episode 8 of the Ferris Podcast of them all. I'm your host, Joshua Ferris. It's Independence Day weekend coming out with this episode right here. And before we get started, I want to take a moment of silence and pay respect to all those who fought for everybody's freedom out there. Like I said, 4th of July weekend, it is here. We are halfway through 2020, you know, we're, we've about beat the game of Jumanji, let me tell you. But we're rolling right along. This is episode 8, and the title of this episode is Let Freedom Ring, because that's what it's all about. It's all about the great ability to have free speech, free protests, free petition, free religion. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. And that's what this episode's about. I've had a couple requests come in that I give my stance on the Black Lives Matter movement. So that is also going to be in this episode because basically that's about freedom. So I will get into that. Throughout this episode, I'm going to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm going to talk about the 4th of July, you know, things to do, things to be safe, so on and so forth. We're going to be bouncing around all over the place. But the main thing here is it's all about the freedom. And that's what we're here for. So this is the fairest take that I can give on all of that. So I want to dive right in. I don't want to waste your time. We're going to dive right in with the Black Lives Matter movement. And the reason this episode is titled Let Freedom Ring is because I agree 100% of protesting. 100%. Systematic racism is real. Whether you want to admit it or not, it's a real thing. You know, white privilege is real. It's a real thing. You may not see it. You may not realize you have it. But it is a real thing. And unfortunately, it is a real thing, you know, honestly. But they are fighting. The movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, is fighting for their freedom back. They want to let their freedom ring. And I agree 100%. You know, bottom line, I could sit here and tell you I agree 100% this whole episode, and I've already done that, but there is a couple things that I kind of want to break down. So like I said, the systematic racism, that's what they're fighting, you know, but a lot of people kind of take it to the extreme, and this is kind of where my stance may differ from a few people's, so I want to tell you right now, if anything I says, it's not meant to offend you, this is just my view and my opinion, And I would be more than happy to have a conversation about it. If you want to reach out to me, we can definitely chat about it. So my thing here is, like I've said, I'm 100% for protests and creating change to get better social equality. I think that is absolutely 100% the right thing to do, and it needs to be done, and it's long overdue. But the riots is where I kind of draw the line 
because that, in my opinion, is not doing any good. It's only doing harm. And unfortunately, there is a stereotype that people of color are violent. Now, that's not true. It's a stereotype. And I just think that these riots are kind of proving to some people who have that stereotype belief. They're like, oh, well, they're, you know, they don't know how to behave. They're wild animals because all they do is burn buildings. So it's kind of hurting their movement. You know, I really think that they have to continue. Everybody has to continue, not just they. Everybody has to continue this movement together peacefully. And then you have a lot of people say, well, when Colin Kaepernick took a knee and I was peaceful, everybody threw a fit. Well, I'm here to tell you, I think it's because a lot of people didn't understand what Colin Kaepernick was trying to do. People didn't realize. You know, I will admit, at first, I didn't realize what he was doing. I thought he was disrespecting the flag. 100%. I really did. And I'm not a fan of disrespecting the flag. I believe... Men and women have fought and lost their lives for the ability to have freedom to protest. And without them, we wouldn't have the flag and we wouldn't be able to have a protest. So at first, initially, I was kind of overtook by it and didn't like it. But then I kind of did some research and understood that he wasn't necessarily protesting the flag and the and disrespecting the people that had lost their lives for the country. He was just trying to create a change. And I'm all for this change because it's long overdue. It needs to be done. But there are a few things that we have to go about to get there. So like I've said, protests, um, I'm not opposed to having more protests with different things. But one thing is, if you're going to protest, you kind of have to know what you want to get out of it. And from what I've seen, there are a lot of protests and they're just protesting to protest they don't really know like what the end goal is and i don't have a good answer of what the end goal should be you know the whole situation is completely messed up and it needs to be fixed i don't have the answer on how to fix that but i do know it needs to be done so i think when we're going through these protests 100 they need everybody's support you know white black Asian, Indian, it does not matter. Everybody can support this movement because I do believe all lives matter, but for all lives to matter, that includes people of color. That includes black lives. That includes everything. So I'm not one of those people who are going to say, oh, all lives matter. Well, they do, but right now, we need to show that black lives matter because basically by saying all lives matter, you're just kind of putting a blanket over it. All lives do matter, but for that to matter, Black lives have to matter as well, and that's what the issue is. So that's got to get fixed. Again, I don't have the answers on the steps we need to take, but my philosophy is these peaceful protests need to continue, but they also need to know what their end goal is. You can't go, that's like if you're going into a job, you can't go in and say, oh, I need more money. You need to know what salary you deserve. You need to do your research. You need to know what's fair. What should I get? How do I make a decent living? So with these protests, we need to know, all right, what is the end goal here? Yes, we want social equality, but like, what does that look like? What does that really mean? And to be honest, I 
personally don't know. I do not have a good answer. I just know things need to change. But I would like to see like a defined list of things that we want to protest for, and then I can join that movement and help out. Because if we don't know what we want to change, or like what the end result want, would look like, then are we really doing any good? I don't, I don't think so personally. So we need to get that set up first. Secondly, we got to be peaceful. I know this is a big topic. They're like, well, in a world that idolizes materialistic things, if we take away their things and burn things, we'll show them. No, I disagree 100%. Um, like I mentioned earlier, it just enforces a stereotype that people don't know how to behave. And in, the, another bad thing is you have even white people who are joining the movement, which is 100% needed, but then they're going and burning buildings. And it's like, in my opinion, it just takes away from the main goals. And it takes away from, like, really looking to do change. You know, we have the freedom to peacefully protest. And by peacefully protesting, we let that freedom ring. That's why this is the title of episode 8. Because it's all about the freedom. Everybody deserves to live life equally. 100%. It doesn't matter your race, your ethnicity, your religion, your sex, your gender, whatever. It does not matter. Everybody is entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Everybody. And the key word there is pursuit. That's another thing people get caught up on in this. Well, everybody should be happy. No, it's the pursuit of happiness. Let me tell you, you're not always going to be happy 24-7. That's life. Sometimes life sucks, you know, and that's a very pessimistic thing to say, but you got to realize and understand that, you know, even if at the end of this year or in two years or whatever, however long we need to protest to get change, there are going to be things that are still unfair. It should not be based off of race, but there will be things in life that are unfair. Some people just get luckier than others. and. It's sad to say, but it happens. It shouldn't be based off race, though. It's kind of my main point. But even if we ratify all of this and change everything, there will be times, no matter what race or ethnicity you are, life will still suck for you. It's the pursuit of happiness. You're not guaranteed happiness. That's not possible for anybody. So we got to keep that in mind as well. And that's a big thing that people have lost sight of even before the Black Lives Matter movement. People just throw a fit and complain because, oh, this didn't go my way and everybody gets offended over everything. we got to remember, it's that pursuit of happiness to let the freedom ring. It's not guaranteed happiness. So you've got to keep that reality check going. And again, I really think that collectively we all need to come together in this to further pursuit. Because what's happening now is you have some people who say everybody should be happy. You have some people who are saying, well, not everybody's going to be happy. And then you have some people who don't really know what we're fighting for. We got to remember that we all need to come together in this issue for the pursuit. And to get that, if we all pursue the same goals, we can create change. You know, I've said it in multiple episodes before. Not one person can change the world. It cannot be done, but you can change their world. So if we all come together 
And unfortunately, the way the world works, politicians kind of run the world, which is completely different topic. So we're not going to dive into that because I'm not very political. But if we all come together and pursue the same goal to change their world, change their views and opinions, they're going to see, wow, this is messed up. You know, systematic racism is real. It needs to change. But we all have to come together and pursue the same thing. And we all have to know what we are pursuing. So now a couple more things that I want to kind of dive into in this topic. I mean, this is a big topic. There's a lot to cover. And if I don't cover something that you wanted to hear, reach out to me. Let me know. Maybe we can make another episode about it to cover it. But I don't have the time to sit down and cover everything. And I kind of ramble here and there. And I probably missed something that I wanted to talk about. But another thing here about this whole movement that it stems off the movement. It's not about the movement itself. The whole Colin Kaepernick issue, which I barely touched on earlier. A lot of people say he needs to be in the NFL. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay, he's made millions of dollars. Statistically speaking, he's a average to okay quarterback he's not an elite star and a lot of people are trying to use this black lives matter movement to push him into the nfl i disagree with that 100 again that goes back to one of those things of we don't really know what we're fighting for or what we want out of this movement we don't have a set thing of how to change the racism so we just throw in oh put colin kaepernick in the nfl that'll make things better No, that won't change anything. That won't do anything. Now, I'm not saying what the NFL did to kind of basically blacklist Colin Kaepernick is right. I'm not supporting that at all. But it doesn't make sense to just come out and say Colin Kaepernick belongs in the NFL. When he hasn't played for like four years, okay, ring rust is a real thing. Like, he's going to be rusty. One, he's made millions of dollars. Does he even want to play? Does he want to risk injury, CTE, any of that? Does he want to risk the hits to play a couple years as maybe a backup? There's no way he can come in and start. So, again, we need to collectively think, what are the main goals and objectives here? I don't think Colin Kaepernick to the NFL should be a main goal or objective of the Black Lives Matter movement. I do think that Colin Kaepernick can still use his platform. If he wants to play in the league, yeah, a team should bring him in for a workout. He should try out. If he's stellar and blows him away, yeah, let him start. But I just don't see that happening. That's not realistic to me, and people need to know that. It's just not going to happen. I just don't see it. So it goes back to knowing what we want and what really needs to change, you know? Putting Colin Kaepernick back into the NFL is not going to ratify and change the world, you know? It's not going to make equality happen. That will not eliminate systematic racism. It won't. So we need to know that. And I'm not saying we can't push for Colin Kaepernick and still support him. But that shouldn't be the main thing. And that's kind of what I see when I turn on ESPN. That's all they talk about. It's like, well, that's great that they're talking about, you know, something about the issue. 
but they're not really talking about the real issue. So that needs to be fixed and taken care of right away. Another big thing that I want to dive into, and this may or may not offend some people, but I'm going to explain the reasoning behind it. A lot of people I have seen, I've had friends on social media, um, I've seen celebrities and stuff on social media post stuff, and a lot of people say, if you remain silent, you're the problem. Well, until this episode, I've remained silent, but I still support the Black Lives Matter movement. You cannot say you're racist just because someone chooses to remain silent. That is not fair, okay? And I know life's not fair, but you cannot define somebody by whether they speak out or not. So basically, and here's how I see this. I choose not to really speak out about it because I'm not super educated on the issue. Like, I know the issue. That's why I'm making this episode, because I know it's an issue. But I don't know all the facts. I don't know everything that needs to change. I don't know how a person of color, how their life is different than mine every day. I do know it's different because I do know... I have some friends that are people of color, and they have expressed the issues, so I do know they have this feeling, but I've never felt the feeling. I don't know how it feels, so I don't want to post something, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, it doesn't matter. I don't want to post something if I don't know the true meaning behind it. So you can't come and attack me and other people who don't post and say, well, you don't support us, you're racist. You can't go that route. That's not fair to anybody. And really, it's counterproductive because you're pushing away those people. Those people, more often than not, who are remaining silent, I'm not going to say they're on the fence. That's a really bad analogy and bad phrasing. But for lack of better terms, they're kind of on the fence. You know, They want to support you more often than not. They just don't know how. They need the education to know how you feel. They need to know how they can help. Because I'm here to say, if you want me to go out and walk down the street and protest, I can do that. But I personally don't see how that's going to help. we got to do something bigger and know what we're fighting for. I just don't think walking down the street is necessarily going to help. We've got to find something else that's peaceful to create change. But if you want me to do that, you let me know and we can definitely support you. But again... I'm not going to, the whole big thing on Instagram, Blackout Tuesday, where you post a black screen. You know, I didn't do that. Not because I'm racist, not because I don't want to support the cause and the movement. But because if I'm not going to go out there and protest all the time, if I'm not donating to these organizations, I think me posting a picture of a black screen saying Blackout Tuesday is very, very hypocritical. And that's a problem I have right now with this issue is a lot of white people who all exemplify white privilege, they say they're for the movement. They say they're for the change. But what are they doing? I'm one of those people, and I you can blame me for this too. I agree change needs to occur. I just don't know how to get it to occur. So I haven't really done anything. That's my fault. But when people tell me, they educate me on the issue, they kind of tell me how I can help and how I can get change to come about. 
be more than willing to do so. But the people who are saying, oh, I'm 100% for the cause, I support you, I know how you feel. One, you don't know how they feel at all. And that's my big hang-up on the issue. I don't know how they feel, so it's very hard for me to justify, oh, yeah, I need to do this, because I don't know what I need to do. But So I'm hung up on that, but I'm hung up on the people that are saying this. They're posting all this on social media, and they're like, if you remain silent, I'll unfriend you. Well, that's stirring more people away from the cause. I've said it before, I've said it again. We all have to come together. We cannot continue the divisiveness between everybody. I mean, the tension is so thick, it could not even be cut with a knife. I mean, it's crazy. You know, I, I work in Waterloo, Waterloo, Iowa, and there are many people of color in that area. And as somebody who works in the mall and sells shoes, I just feel like the tension is so tight because I am white they may be black or be of another color, which is perfectly fine. They come in and I feel like they don't want me to help them. Or if I'm walking around like straightening up shoes, they think I'm following them because I think they're stealing just because they're black. That's not true at all. Like the world has gotten to the point where all of this systematic racism now it has pitted whites versus people of color together. It's kind of always been that way, but now more than ever, it's basically this versus that. Button heads clashing. When really, there are several white people out there who want to support the change. They want to join the movement, but we don't know how. We're not educated on how you feel, how your life is different. We know it is, but we don't know how because we can't experience that, you know. They always say, walk a mile in someone else's shoes to know how they feel. I can't, unfortunately, I can't do that. If I could trade places with somebody like that for a day, I would love to. So I could actually know and feel inside what they have to go through every day. Then I could be more equipped and apt to help. So it, with all this tension, we just get these dirty looks. We get pushed away. Oh, you didn't post on social media. You don't, you don't care about me. You can't do that, man. You just can't. That ain't, that ain't fair at all. That ain't right, in my opinion. And if you want change, you have got to get everybody to join the movement. That's really what it comes down to. We've all got to come together. So that is what needs to be done. That's my take. Hopefully that didn't offend anybody. And if it did, you know, honestly, I'm sorry. Those are my views, my opinion. You don't have to agree. Um, hopefully you do learn something from what I've talked about in this and can find a way to learn about the issue. Maybe you're not educated on the issue at all. Maybe you are, but I kind of provided a different perspective to make you think about it. And like I said, if anybody wants to strike up a conversation about this issue, I would be more than willing. My social media is open. If you know me personally, you probably have my phone number. You know how to get a hold of me. Would love to absolutely talk about this because it's something that needs to be talked about. That's the thing. To continue to let freedom ring, we have to talk about issues when they arise. Same goes for life or if you're in a relationship. If you're in a relationship and issues are arising, you cannot remain silent. You have to voice concern, work it out, talk it out, build together, grow together, and get through it. 
That's what has to be done. That's what needs to be done with this issue. Whites, blacks, Asians, everybody, all people of color, all whites, we need to talk about the issue, address the issue, work it out, come together, and grow together, and make change. That sums it all up. So now, since we've talked about that, another thing we're going to talk about here before I close out the show is the 4th of July and fireworks. Fireworks and grilling out. Let me tell you, I absolutely love to grill, and this is the perfect grilling season. You know, we're halfway through the year. The weather is mainly beautiful. You know, every now and then there's kind of a gloomy day. But we can't complain too much about that. And there's going to be nothing better than going out and just doing fireworks. I know a lot of people have been saying, like, the 4th of July shouldn't be celebrated and all this. We should. We should celebrate the 4th of July. We should honor those that have been lost. I know that's kind of what Memorial Day is for, but I think it should still be done on the 4th. And honestly, it should be done every day. You should never forget those who gave their lives for you to have a life. That's something that I believe every day. If you see somebody um, in uniform, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, doesn't matter, tell them thank you. I mean, I was raised that way. You see somebody in uniform, you tell them thank you. Because I tell you right now, I don't have the balls and courage to do it. There's no way I could do it. And without people like them, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have the ability to let freedom ring. We wouldn't have the ability to protest for change. That would be gone. It wouldn't be a thing. But thank God we have that. And it's great that we do. Yes, things do need to change. Yes, it's smack racism still going on. But this 4th of July still needs to be celebrated. I've heard a lot of people say, wow, we can't celebrate it. It's racist. Fireworks don't do any good. Let me tell you, we all come together. We all watch fireworks together. We could have a conversation. We could grill out. We could talk about what's going on in your life. What's going on in my life? How is it different? What can we do to make everybody one? That can be done. This is the time right now, the 4th of July, this year, more than ever, needs to be a time of unity. With all the division going on, there needs to be change. And what better way to do that than to do something together? I just don't see what would the point be to protest the 4th of July. It doesn't make sense to me. A lot of things, you can't just say, well, that's racist. Like You got to have some context and meaning behind that. That's kind of been getting thrown around a lot. And around this time, I just don't think that is helping anybody. And to go off of that, the 4th of July is a time to reflect and grow, in my opinion. A lot of people probably don't have that same perspective. But we're halfway through the year. So it's kind of like a New Year's. You know how you have New Year's resolution. Resolution. Sorry about that. It's basically the same thing, but we're just halfway through the year. You don't have to come up and find ways to change your life. But the way I look at it, it's a time to reflect. How did the first half go? How's the second half going to go? What can I do to make the world a better place in the second half? And I feel like with all the problems going on that I've talked about in this episode, if people had grill outs, they went and watched fireworks together and addressed the issue. We can't hide behind the issue anymore. And this 4th of July is the perfect time to strike up that change. You can't change my mind on that. Nobody will be able to. 
So, as I close out the show, I want to leave you with a few remarks. One, I wish everybody a happy 4th of July weekend. Stay safe. If you're lighting fireworks, make sure you don't lose any fingers. Um, light them and run, basically. <laughs> light them, run, watch them shoot. That's the advice I give you there. Have fun this weekend. Do something with somebody and just have fun. Whether it be watching fireworks, whether it be a grill out, do something with your family. Whether it be striking up a conversation with a stranger at Walmart to talk about the issues they face. Do something this weekend. That's my challenge. You know, I want to leave you with a thought-provoking thing. And that's kind of what I've done here. There are things that need to change. Everybody knows that. But you may not know how to do that. So try to find a way that you can become more educated on the topic and the issue. And a couple more things. You know, I've talked about having fun, grilling out, or whatever. Maybe striking up a conversation with somebody to talk about the issue. Also, don't forget, ever, honestly, not just this weekend. My challenge is don't forget the freedoms we have. We take them for granted so often. You know, me being able to get up this morning and play video games. Me being able to air this podcast and release it for you guys and give my opinion. Being able to go watch fireworks this weekend. Being able to support the Black Lives Matter movement. All of that is freedom that we take advantage of and forget. Without those who have served this great country, and you may not think this country is great, but I'm here to tell you it is, and I could do a whole nother episode about how this country is great. But people who served this great country, made sacrifices, lost their lives, gave us that freedom, and they are the reason we can still let freedom ring. Thank you for listening to episode 8 of the fairest podcast of them all. You know, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Basically, wherever you get your podcasts, I'll be there. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate the support of liking, sharing, subscribing, downloading. However you do it, I do appreciate the support. And most importantly, when you share with your friends, I appreciate that too. Thanks again, and hopefully everybody has a very safe and happy 4th of July weekend.